Welcome to In The Room, where we explore the elusive world of casting for film, TV, and commercials. Join us as we interview directors, writers, producers, and actors, taking a deep dive into their experiences with casting and how the ultimate decisions are made in bringing a story to the screen. Get an inside look at casting and find out what really goes on in the room. Uh, my name is John Williams, and I'm a casting director. And today we have Stephen uh, on your answer machine. It was you said OGG, uh, Stephen Og. Currently, I know I got this off of your bio. So this is if this ain't up to date, this is off of your site. So I'll tell you right now. Oh, off my site. It yeah, might yeah. Be okay. Because okay. you know Wik- Wikipedia apparently anyone can fucking do anything. So a lot of there's a lot of lies out. No, there for sure. I, I read these, and people are like, "Man, I never was in that. I never did that show." <laughs> Well, we'll get into this. What uh, people think versus the reality. Yeah. There's a big fucking gulf. Uh, so currently appears in the BBC's new critically acclaimed TV show, Boiling Point, based on the hit film starring Stephen Graham. Stephen is best known for playing Simon in AMC's The Walking Dead, Rebus, HBO's Westworld, Sobchak in another AMC hit, Better Call Sal, Pike and TNT's Snowpiercer, and also played Captain Howard in Apple TV's movie Emancipation, which I had a lot of friends on that. That was a great, great movie. Steven has a global notoriety for his role as Trevor in the video game GTAV. In 2022-2023, Steven has had a variety of roles in many forthcoming indie features, Blind River, Dark Match, Hazard, The Dresden Sun, The Ghost Trap, Scared Shitless, and most recently, Rap Consciousness. I like the fact that you didn't on your site, you hit <laughs> shit. Stephen grew up doing theater oh, in his hometown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alberta, Alberta, Canada, before traveling to study in Europe in New York City, where he resided for 20 years before re- relocating to sunny South Pasadena, California. His poetry collection, Carthese, Car- I fucked it up. I knew I was going to fuck it up. Why'd you fucking ask me if you're going <laughs> to fuck it up anyways? Uh, catharsis. Uh, will debut in 2024 by the UK-based publisher Pegasus. Have you ever heard of them? And he is uh, collaborating on a theatrical production in Ireland. I also did a deep dive on your blog, Og, which I thought was awesome. I was very touched by uh, by my side always, despite the great distance that comes between us. Are there any other creatures that can be so far apart physically yet feel as close as I do to you? And that was with your dad, and that was a beautiful moment. Uh, I also want to say on the blog, Og, some, I like your eye, man. You got some great, great shots. Until I got to bone at the at the very deep in the beginning, and I saw your your toe. I saw your 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 uh, your bone of your toe. I think it was your toe. It looked like an eyeball, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did, man. I, I didn't know it. I, you have it hidden. And I was like, eh, it can't be that bad. And I was like, God damn. Well, because probably nowadays you'd get kicked off fucking Instagram because, yeah. you know, it's yeah. the police state where you can't post anything like naked or gross or... But, but violence is okay, kids. Yes, totally. Yeah, and you have some really beautiful shots and writings and poetry, man. It's really, really nice. I'm, I'm, I, uh, I enjoyed doing a deep dive on that. And then... Well, I appreciate that. I haven't been on the blogog in ages. I started it as a side shoot knowing that, um, you know, I think a lot of people don't even read the writing yeah, yeah. that I sort of curate on my Instagram because it's become this sort of art installation process for me or just actually it's my creative boil that i need to squeeze because i'm not working or i'm not doing something i need to create read it's part of my process but the blog i started is just like okay for anyone that fucking actually loves words 
and can explore it, here it is. But then I got into actually doing the books and that became my outlet. And then I also, again, got to uh, do whatever you want. No one gives a fuck. fuck. And it doesn't matter. Doesn't read matter. it if you want. It, Don't read it. See, that's what's so, but that's what's so great, right? Is that you're just creating to create, right? There's all, there's the, um, uh, what's his name? The music producer. And he's talking about that. You're just creating to create. And it's not, it's for nobody else but you. And that's where I think the, all the beauty lies, man. You know, we do all this work for other people. It's like, you need that outlet, right? To just solely express yourself. Well, it's, it's just part of, yeah, I mean, I, I'm actually, I was talking to Ronnie about this, uh, the other day of it. Life is, uh, I'm very blessed and very grateful. So I always sort of have to say gotta, that we always, we all have to preface it, preface it that before we start bitching about things. Well, that's exactly <laughs> it. Cause here goes now yeah. I'm going to fucking bitch. Yeah. Well, okay. Now we can get into the fucking internet and we can get into technology. <laughs> no, but it's like. I do. I, I do have one hand on my heart, which is, is it above my liver? Or <laughs> inner thigh, it? baby. Inner thigh. <laughs> okay. So my one hand on my inner thigh <laughs> and one hand reaching. But I'm uh, point being is that creativity and that for me, it's acting. That's my numero uno. But then there's all sorts of, you know, it's, it's words, it's, it's art, it's all of this stuff that is, is my creative lifeblood. So I just say I'm grateful first because I truly am. And I have such a, a, a wonderful life and I'm so happy. And I have actually never been happier in my life, having been through a lot of pain and torment as we all do in life. But um, I just say that because I, 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 I do know it's just, I wake up like my girlfriend can wake up in, in grateful love mode, which I just respect so much. I usually wake up going, what the fuck today? Like, what do I got to do? And so my process is creative. And as soon as I, you know, do my reading or some writing or create something and spin for an hour and a half and do some yoga, then the day's looking okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then it's like, but that's so that's part of my process. I get, I get it. So let, let's get into it. Let's get into that 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 pain and misery and how this started and how you got into this. Like, what you? I don't know a lot about your journey, so I'd love to get to, to hear about it. Well, okay, and I try to keep it in a nutshell so we can then sort of go off on tangents wherever we, we would like. Um, so I acted as a child in Calgary, which I only say at Calgary. Everyone else, even from Calgary, says Calgary, Calgary. but I say Calgary. <laughs> and where's that? Which, from? Why, why is that? <laughs> no fucking idea. And answer it. My mom, like everyone else, says, why do you say it that way? My friends from there, no one else says it that way. No idea. But I and then you say, do what you want. No one, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> no, that's why I thought. Let's keep that there. Yeah. Um. So I did. I did uh, as and and usually I think one of my last podcasts I did. My my mother was visiting here, and uh, I tend to either not purposefully lie, but make something up. And then I say it enough that it, I'm like, oh, I, 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 I do that about true. my child. Yeah. About growing up. Like, it's like, do you have these memories or these visions and, and they seem real, but I have to, I have yeah. to fact check with my mom. I'm like, did this happen? She's like, no, it didn't fucking happen. <laughs> and my mom is great with like, you know, bless her at 83. And she still looks in her sixties. Um, she can remember dates. I can't remember. I yeah. can't tell you if it was last week or two years ago. And that's through, this forced Buddhism of life. That's also part of the creative process, which 
we can uh, get in once we hit chapter two. Yeah, of yeah. I mean, no, you're in the ether, right? You're pulling ideas, you're pulling. And so you don't really live necessarily in the day to day and you have markers, right? Because it's like, we're kind of floating in this creative sort of like transcendental, you know, meditation. David Lynch does, talks about it. We're kind of pulling these ideas and we're always, I think, somewhat tapped into that or connected to it, you know? And it's also without, in certainly my case, with no schedule or no point of reference, it's just, it happened or it didn't. Yeah, yeah. And I can't tell you when. Well, or you know, or it didn't happen and you made something else up. <laughs> that's true. In my case, so that, yeah. So to the story with the first performance I remember is dressing as, uh, as Betty Boop. My mother's British. So I spent sort of summers in Britain. And uh, so I dressed as Betty Boop in, in drag in elementary school. And and I've always, I was always telling people, I don't know why they're like, I'm like, I don't my my family's not in any kind of entertainment or arts. And it wasn't until my mother was here. And I think it might've been Ronnie's podcast, actually. That fucker's going to come around a lot. In <laughs> so he, uh, he said, how did it happen? And I went, you know what? My mom's here. Let me go fact check this. So I, I brought the computer down. This was back when I had internet, not a fax <laughs> machine that we're fucking talking on now. But I came down and I was like, mom, did I, like, why did I do this? Because to me, it was something I had just sort of, you know, being a creative uh, mind at such a tender age. She's like, no, no, no. Your kindergarten teacher, Mrs. Prasos, suggested that to you. All these years, I've been taking credit for dressing <laughs> in drag. So it's Mrs. Prasos. So I dressed in that, and that, I think, really got my, uh, it wasn't even the attention I got. Um, it was just the performing, the performance bug. And, and you think and, just being in different skin or like, do you think it was just like even maybe the reaction that you got for, for the shock or the. Well, it's cause I've never been one, like, especially with acting, you know, I don't believe I'm not a method yeah, actor. Yeah. I don't believe in that. I believe it's pretend yeah. and it's acting and how fucking lucky to pretend you're someone else. And like on the gram, I'm always creating, I've been creating these little characters after reading a book or a character from something that I want to create. It's just about creating a character. It's not about escaping. I don't want to escape a great life. I had a great childhood. There was nothing I needed to escape from. It was more just that sense of playing. Yeah. Like, people have their thing, uh, whatever kind of gets them yeah, make feeling believe. alive. Yeah, you just, you just felt the make-believe. I just felt that like, so I kind of went through that and then and, no, and, there, and there was nobody in your family that, 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 what do they do? Like, what do your parents do? No, like my, my mom was pretty much a stay at home mom. Yeah. Um, my dad was a systems analyst, which to this day, you don't know what that is. Us, <laughs> I remember doing a book report in, you know, elementary school where I had to interview him and write about it. From that point on, I still can't answer what he does. <laughs> And I don't think he could. I mean, he's now not my dad. He's, you know, dementia and he's on a, his own journey to through it all. Yeah, I, I, I was going to ask about that with the videos that I saw. It just is so tender and sweet. And you, in your, your, you just, the love that you have for him, it, it comes across in these videos. He's a beautiful man. Yeah. He was a great father and he, you know, just supported me. And that's, there was no lessons about automobiles or sports or how to throw a football or kick a ball. No, he was not that kind of man. And, and, and no judgment as far as like, you got to like, you know, like a lot of us face, like you, you got to have something to fall back on or you got to get a real job or oh. like, that's amazing. The only reason I swear I'm here today is because my father 
said, go. When I had the opportunity to go to Europe, he just said, go, you'll always have school, you'll always have work. And I think that was because it was coming from a man who supported us, who gave us a, you know, a, a nice solid middle-class existence in Calgary, certainly in a job he hated. So, yeah, he said, part. you can always be a system analyst, go to Europe. Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can always do that. So he was just always like supportive and just, you know, bless him. He kind of gave everything for my mom and for me and my sister, yep. for his family. That was my Back mom to too, man. Yep. Didn't have friends, didn't have, never went out. So yeah, I just, I love him. And so, you know, yeah, now my father with dementia and he's not my father anymore. He's this other version because you lose, you know, with dementia, Alzheimer's, you lose them sort of quite quickly, I find, in the initial diagnosis when they're just acting differently and then it becomes a different version. And now, you know, he's wheelchair bound and I FaceTime with my, when my sister's there and we say hi and I love you. And the other day he said, love you too, which, you know, just as soon as I said bye, I just started bawling because I remember him once pre-dementia saying, because I'm very emotional. So I'd always be like, fuck oh, dad, what do I got to do to get you to react? You know, and, or, and I said something about, you've never said, I love you. And he said, yeah, but you know, I do. Right. And it's such a generational thing. Right. I was like, no, I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for like, say you love me. So anyways, wonderful man. And, and just always supportive, which included going back to the theater as a child, driving me to the theater. Uh, so I did that. I did so you knew, workshop. you knew like that, that Betty Boop, you were like, man, this is, this is it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to join the carnival. I'm in. Yeah. That's amazing. I just loved it. Yeah. So I kind of did all that and then eventually got to a point where like I had within a year. So I never took, I never studied like in school. I never did drama. And in high school, coming up to high school now, Peter Spear, who's also an artistic director of a local theater. Um, he kind of had me even though I didn't take uh, acting class in high school, he had me audition and, and I was pretty much like, it looked like I could get into RADA. This is when I was in high school and, and he had his connection. And so I was like thinking, maybe I'll go to London, go to school and theater school. Wonderful. And within, I think it was within a year he died. Uh, and then also this dancing teacher that I used to go to killed himself. So within a short period of time, the creative people in my life, I lost them. And I just kind of went, I switched and I went, I'm sick of being just okay at everything. I'm just going to focus on one thing. So I focused on sports and I focused on volleyball and I said, I'm going to be a great volleyball player, but I was too short. You know? <laughs> Random sport to be like to take your heels in on. <laughs> Well, I'd been playing it. Like I was, you know. Yeah, in, I know. But still, it's just like, it's like most, you know, baseball. I mean, I guess I'm American. So it's like volleyball might be a, a I just think it's a, it's a funny one to dig your heels in on. Well, and for me growing up where I grew up, it's all hockey. Yeah, yeah. Calgary and wrestling. It's where Stampede Wrestling and the entire Heart Foundation. And like, yeah. I grew up with those wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. You know, Dynamite Kid and Davey Boy Smith and all of these people. But um, no, I just, I was into volleyball, but I was too short and I was the runt of the team, which I think one sportscaster announced as I went on at one point. Uh, so it, it sort of, I, I tried that and then ended up getting injured, which was great because I was always going to be on the bench. I was always going to be behind the all-stars. Um, 
And then I had this opportunity to go to Toronto because of my ass. I had a great, and I continue to have a great ass. I know my weaknesses and I, and I know what I'm good at and neither the two shall meet, (laughs) but, um, I was asked, our coach was asked who has a great, but we've got this thing called best buns, which was the food section, but they wanted an ass in jeans with breadsticks in the pocket. Like that's, you know, the creativity of Calgary knows no bounds, knows no bounds. (laughs) So, uh, so that's how I then I went to the Calgary Herald. I shot this picture, and then someone was there, and this fashion guy who's an agency, and said, "Are you here for the modeling thing?" And I was, you know, at this point, I was like two ten, I was muscular, you know, because I wasn't tall enough, so I'm going to have big muscles. Um, so no, he said, uh, "Oh, could I take some pictures of you?" Sure. The next day, in the middle of winter, shirt off, ice, I like water on my chest which froze so it looks like dripping water but it was actually icicles sent them to toronto toronto said do you want to come to for the summer so this was before my second year of university i went i lived in the the apartment with four like top models in canada you know this is many many. i've never guessed that you got into this because of modeling (laughs) well it was i was doing it before right so i was i was doing acting before but then that got me to toronto and then i i was on one of those wasn't kelvin klein but it was like those box underwear boxes yeah, yeah. which was perfect because it was you know just it was just this which is perfect yeah, right yeah. like you don't want to have faith <laughs> so that took me to your and then so it just began sort of my uh i call them like these buster keaton dostoevsky travels like you know, very, a lot of darkness in me, a lot of creativity in me, but also a jackass. So I lived, I ended up living in Europe for five, six years. Um, doing the circuit out there, doing the modeling circuit or? No, no. no. Okay. I got bad acne when I was there. I grew a beard. I, I was, all the friends were models. Yeah. Which of course, all became some of them, you know, quite famous actors. Yeah, yeah. Which always pleases me because they have it tough enough as yeah. gorgeous people. <laughs> I have friends that are models and I'm like, what do you do? Like, what do you literally do besides like just hit the DNA lotto? <laughs> and some of, you know, and yeah, it was, and, and they were all, I remember leaving Paris and I was given, uh, I won't name the uh, successful actress and wonderful. She's wonderful. Uh, gave me Angels in America, the play, uh, Tony Kirshner's play and said, you need to get to New York. You need to go back to acting. Like you are just. They're, yeah. They're watching. They see you probably creating and, 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 and yeah. And, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I moved to New York from Paris with no working papers with like Man, 500 I'm, enjo- I'm enjoying this story, this movie. Oh, this sounds like a good movie. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Yeah. Like actually, I, I mean, I've really been, especially when you think like, fuck some of these, I mean, some of the experiences I had because of the models I was surrounded by were pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and being with a lot of them at that time who became supermodels, uh, or famous actors and all of this, uh, it, w- it was pretty, some pretty, pretty amazing. So that, that took me to New York, not a pot to piss in doing whatever work I could back in the fax machine days where, you know, you'd fax cause I had a, uh, you get a temporary social security number with work with, uh, INS authorization only or something on the bottom, but you could fax it 
And for some reason, that bottom part would never come out. You'd just get the number. And they'd be like, it cut off the bottom of the card. It'd be like, fucking technology. <laughs> Similar to today, but not the fax machine. So I'd just be like, fuck, I don't know what happened. I'm so sorry. Uh, but I, they would hire me anyways. And this is for cater waitering, doing whatever. Yeah. So that thus began and then going to acting class and who, who all did you study? The, who, do you, who all did you go to, or who did you find a home at in New York? I really the the person I studied with most was Ellen Savage, mm -hmm. and Ellen Savage ended up. That's where I met Garrett Dillahunt. I met uh, Norm Lewis, uh, Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall and I once talked about doing Miss Julie together, which I thought that would have been fascinating. Um, so he was kind of Broadway's Mr. Fix-It. So there's always this competition of musical theater people being not actors. Yeah. And then us, us actors. Um, so that, that sort of began my 20 years in New York, which, you know, back in those days, it was all separate. And it was, you were a theater actor, yep. commercial actor, TV actor, or film. Yep. Mm no and, and and there was there was there was only one way it was it was to get into commercials and then get into tv and then get into to film like you you, you didn't yeah. jump you didn't jump around no and i and, that, and, so and, that's, and that's i guess i guess that's where you uh the old spice that's where that that sort of came from was like okay i need i'm i'm sick of bartending i'm, I'm gonna get into the commercial game because that that's where everyone i mean that's where i start it's where you get your access well that came like i remember my first I was very fortunate in New York. Like I did book early on some commercials and I did a lot of voiceover. So, so in, with no, no real audition training, like how, how was that process learning how to be in the room and how to, how to, how to audition? Was that a, was that, did you find it fairly like you adapted to it pretty easily or you kind of, you understood the game uh, pretty quick? Well, those, and those were the days, right? Like yeah. I just recently ran into someone who I knew from New York. I was doing a short film and it was her house that was being rented for this random. Film. Yeah. We were both like, holy fuck. It took me a bit to like recognize she was like all over. Like, yeah, I remember. And, and then it clicked. Holy fuck. From those days in New York, we would have, it was this group and we would just travel around audition to audition, be it commercial, uh, you know, a TV and 10 auditions a day. And yeah. that cycle around New York and you'd see each other and it was wonderful. And and you so go with other people. You go with other people because maybe you could get in, right? You're like, okay, I'll, I'll go to that room. Maybe I can sign in. Maybe I can, I can get a, get a shot. Yeah. It was a community. Yeah, yeah. Right. We don't have a community anymore. No. There's not. There's not that. Community. We got fucking technology. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we got AI. You know, you know. I'm like, let's keep things like this because I'm like, yeah, if I start going down that fucking dark rabbit hole, not necessarily the technology, but the state of the business. Yeah. When Ronnie brought this up, I was like, you know that I. Sometimes a fucking I don't like a lot of things. <laughs> like, I talk love, about dude, casting director. Listen, man, we're, we're, casting director in fucking years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're two um, we're two peas in a pod. Trust me, I, I fucking hate it too. <laughs> but it's you know there there was something wonderful, and actually, what got me through in New York, uh, it wasn't I was never comfortable in the room. It was actually it was my anger. Like it's like PIL's anger is an energy yeah, song. Yeah. Um, I was a, I had a lot of piss and vinegar in me and uh, I still have this sort of 12 year old rebellious fuck you thing in me. Uh, Which can play right in the right roles in the room. It can play. It can play. And plus it's like, if it's real, right. It, it, it is effective. I think when, when we're auditioning people, you know, it's like, man, this guy. It, well, I it, wouldn't always use it in the, uh, 
magician so much as I would use it um, to get me sought ma mail delivery. So here it goes. Here it goes. So, here we go. Good boy, love. Um, so it was more about the survival. For me, the anger was always a survival mechanism to deal with the rejection. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't like I'd go in all like, eh, but it was just so I could survive. And it's still, you know, it's still to this the, day something. Would you do, would you, because I used to do a thing is that I would just beat the crap out of myself, right? Because it's like, uh, you can't hurt me. You can't reject me. I already told myself how bad I am. Like I've, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. And so you get angry and you're like, fuck you. I, I know I sucked. I was, was it I know I sucked? Um, Back then, I think it was more just like, fuck you for judging me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, who gave you the power to judge me? Yeah. It was more of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and then, especially then when it was those, those initial auditions for, you know, you, the New York auditions, the Law and Order, the Third Watch, the soap operas, the whatever it was, and when it would be a few lines. And you're just like, what, how can you, how am I supposed to do anything with this? Yeah. Like, do you respect the actor or the craft? And some of them did. Um, and those obviously like we quickly can count casting directors that we, uh, we bonded with because of their. They understood the, well, yeah. I mean, I, I understand cause I went through it. Right. So I understand what, what you're going through and what it's like to sit in that room and come in and have two lines and try to make something of it when they're not even paying attention. And like, yeah. And they're all doing this and yeah. doing that and which, you know, now translates to the same thing with self tapes. I mean, I've been in video village on a show or whatnot when someone gets the, the, link. the iPad yeah. open up and they're doing this and they're scrolling through for the next guest star or whatever. And they're like, Oh, you know, this? no. Okay. Because that's kind of the business. Like yeah, yeah. They just have to, find someone that oh, reminds me of this person like, oh, this it's it's tough it's very tough but um so yeah that was that's that's the gist and that's what sort of then got me to start working and so but what what did you it's that transition of like sort of getting through and, and starting to work was there anything that that you figured out you think or it was just sort of time and getting more comfortable or in 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 what in, in regards of like process. being just starting a book you know like what what everyone's always asking me right you know what what's the secret and i'm like dude if i fucking knew i would i would i would i would tell you i don't know you know yeah like, i still don't know yeah. because i you know, i've had not a lot of opportunities lately i'm i seem to be in this creating my own opportunities phase of my life which is just part of the grind um but you know i've had i've had a few auditions i haven't had a lot of auditions and the ones I had, I haven't booked. Yeah. So I'm sort of like, and are you in, are you in that zone too now where you're doing self tapes? Are you going in? I mean, are you you probably do get offers, right? Just get get people. No, to, no? you still still having to still having to do the dance for everybody. I mean, I shouldn't say no because obviously, I mean, I've done a lot of indie films that were offered mm -hmm. to me, but like, you know, indie indies, uh, not a24 indie right a24 is no longer an indie like that's that's what i would love studio yeah, yeah. Like, okay well, i'll work on it i'll be back that's what i'm it's been you know like stephen young who's a neighbor uh and bless him and he's such a love but like that you know that's that's what i'm grinding for and like I'm heading to ireland next week and i was messaging benjamin myers who's a who's a friend who's a brilliant writer did the gallows poll 
his books are incredible, but they've been made into film. Well, actually, Helena Bonham Carter is doing one of his books. They've just finished filming. So I just messaged him because I was like, I'm going to be in Dublin. I'm going to Ireland next week for, you know, do you know anyone at Element Pictures? You know, Element Pictures is, again, all of Yorgos's work. Those are the, and I have all these production companies in Iceland because did you see Godland? Mm -hmm. Those are my, that's, you know, my, I'm, that's what excites me. Those mm -hmm. films. I've never been excited by superhero films or I read a lot. I read more than I watch. Um, I love to act and I love to perform. And that's where I come from as opposed to, you know, oh, I want to be in that mm -hmm. film or this right. project. It's more just, man, I, that's why I've done two short films. Cause I just love moved by the material. Yeah. The material. So if the material comes and it moves you, you're into it. And it's not like, again, I, I don't have this. It's again, this huge Canyon, this difference of what people think and assume with yeah, yeah. me the reality mm -hmm. it's it's huge mm -hmm. i don't like people can't believe even if it's a like a norman reedus or you know jeffrey dean morgan when i was talking to them and they're like what you had to read for that i was like no no i had to audition for that what are you talking about you should be getting offers Duh. yeah i should and i don't but i don't mind auditioning but then i'm not even booking those so i'm like oh yo, 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 what the fuck do i just right, and you got you are you getting you're getting sucked into doing the self-tapes right yeah, which I don't mind. Like again, I recently did one, and I was so proud of it. Yeah, yeah. But I feel um, like with everything I see that you create online, that like you're probably really good at, and probably have a lot of fun with it. You know, I do, and I and I do. I go above and beyond. Yeah. Um, but I also, you know, I don't slate. Yeah. I still am that rebellious twelve-year-old saying, "I'm not going to take myself out. If I'm going to give you something, I want to show you I know the world." Yeah. Yeah uh well this know, is what i always say too i'm always like they're like you know what kind of backdrop i'm like i don't give a fuck about your backdrop just bring me some humanity bring me some 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 you know bring me something that's original and it's it's part of you that's what i want like if you if you don't slate i don't give you know i don't care like you know like if you do it in a car and it's good I, I, that's all i want i just want to see well, that's i'm about the material i'm a, again why i read so i'm a lover of words and i'm also a lover of making a big choice and a big choice, like again, when you used to go into the room, great example is Sharon Bialy, who that was for Better Call Saul and The Walking Dead, in the room, and I don't mind, I don't care if it's in the room or self-tape, I really don't. It's It doesn't make a difference to me. It's, it's, uh, it, this is the sandbox we're in today, this is the sandbox I'm playing in. If it's, if it's yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. But, you know, with that, the difference being, and actually even this goes back to House of Cards. But it was, again, going and making a big choice yep. and then having someone there kind of going, okay. <laughs> uh, interesting. Wrong. Like, just yeah, yeah. not that, not yeah, what, not what we're going is. for. So let's do it again. But here's a few things you should know. Oh, now a good actor and a good casting director, just like a good director or all these people should be able to communicate effectively and be able to change it. Some can't. Some actors have their their zone and that's all they can do. But with a good relationship with a casting director, and if they know you're a good actor, that's the whole point of it is you make an adjustment mm -hmm. and you just, then the scene comes alive or then it even makes more sense or whatever. 
Um, but so I, it I mean, seems like from you know watching your work and kind of reviewing some stuff this this week, it uh, those bigger choices, and it seems like you're having so much fun. And those bigger choices get to make you make it. You know, it's like you're you're getting to they 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 make it through. It seems like a lot of times. Well, that's also yeah. I mean, I've been given like a lot of times these opportunities with these characters. And if people like have a through line with, because the characters you're known for are not obviously all the characters you do. Like dude, Emancipa Emancipation, fuck dude, that guy. That was, that was, that was fun. Yeah. And that was again, like, yeah, I wish, I wish, I mean, initially I was one in the Ben Foster role yeah, yeah. Uh, and I love Ben and he's terrific, but I wanted, cause I, uh, a, I wanted a bigger part, yeah. obviously. But I also thought that character should have been my stature more, like a fucking guy that you just stand in front of and not really want to fuck with. Um, but that, yeah, that was fun too to bring to bring that. But all these things, you know, the I think it's it's more bringing. It's it's not w wanting to create as many options as possible for essentially for the production mm -hmm. so these bigger choices allow for is he good is he bad is he it's not always applicable to every character um but for some of those that's what sort of resonated and those became the ones that i, I was known for but you know again doing these indie films and like playing the sheriff in a small town in indiana that helps the the blind woman love it playing the dad who's you know bringing his son yeah it seems like you've been searching searching out you know uh, uh different colors to play for sure and will these ever be seen eh, who knows right these are these are small films we're getting this premiere on this wrestling yeah. one i did yeah but you never know you never know but, but also too at the end for right. me in my career now it's about the making and the and the people and the doing it's like you know, people pay attention for a week or two, maybe about something, and then it's like it's gone. You know, and it's like so. It's like the the whole process is what you know is the material and 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 who who am I working with and what's the crew, what's the collaborative collaboration and you know who who are we bringing? To, you know, we're all carnies. We should come up, we set the thing up, we do the little show, and we break it down and we leave. And that's 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 to me is the fun part. Yeah, and the play. Like yeah. for me, again, I just love to play. Like yeah. I'm, I'm my friend and I made this little short film that again i don't i'm i don't create those enough like i when i'm talking to acting schools or giving interviews you know or young actors like i'm gonna be in galway at the university of galway um when we're in ireland talking with a, a writer who we're developing hopefully if we get funding this theatrical project but i know young actors will ask you know what's your advice and i've always gave the advice of you got to get involved you got to do it yourself just do it yourself I never really did. <laughs> like, but now, you know, as I'm closer to death than to life in just a natural, people hate when I say this, but I'm like, just a numbers game, man. Yeah. God forbid any of us could die at any time, you, any age, it doesn't matter. But it's more just, you know, when you lean on the back half of yeah, life. Yeah. Where I'm, I, I'm, 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 I'm feeling it for sure. And I tell people all the time, like I got maybe 30 summers, you know, and they're like, ah, don't say that. And I'm like, well, it's true. <laughs> and also I'd rather have that. And so now I'm just like, I'm, I'm trying just now I am grinding, yeah. trying to fucking reach out, get book rights, get ugh, all this stuff. But then I keep hitting the wall of Whoop, now what, you know, huh, now what uh, I've got all these people that want to, even I was messaging Samantha Morton. Who I love, who just won BAFTA, Lifetime Achievement Award. 
you know, I'd love to work together on something. Great. Me too. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's great, but it's frustrating. And like everyone, ah, you're so great. You won't have any problems. Well, then. Oh, the struggles that, that I'm trying to help them raise financing and get things off the ground. Like it's not, it, no one, you know, I don't, I, I just don't, I think that is the misconception is that, that, I mean, maybe somebody has it easy, you know, but for the most part, it seems like it, that is part of that creative process of like getting commerce to support us to go create art, you know, and create, you know, stuff that is, that we believe has value. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's uh, sadly, you know, a lot of times the first thing it's is cut is funding for the arts. Right. Um, when it's, I, it's, it's more, it's always been important, but it's more important than ever, especially with the way things are in the world and the divisive nature of the world and how we can't say anything without offending someone at some point somewhere. Uh, it's, it's becoming more important more and more important to fucking have expression you know to 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 offend how do you how do you grow if you aren't offended by something and why are you offended by it and what upsets you about it and what disturbs you or turns you on or makes you happy or makes you cry that's what makes you a better person is to question and it's just it seems like we're just fucking getting so stupid not you know everyone but fuck me it's like come on you know we we need it so much we need that funding and again when you know when you look at some of these deals being made or like you know reading about the roadhouse movie you know them getting the 25 million as a sort of we're gonna stream it and i know you're not happy but here we go here's 25 million dollars that's just like a, they have the 25 million mm -hmm. netflix has 50 million to pro you know get at sundance here's i'll give you 17 million for this film that we want there's money it's just where is it and how it's allocated and there's so much money out there in this world right mm -hmm. and the haves and have nots are so far apart but it's like that's that's what blows me away is that there can't be just a little more allocation of those funds a little more um, or just, just somehow there's someone that is in control or behind it and they're pushing it in the right direction. Like why, why not? You know, like, don't you see the value, you know, I don't know. And it's also, I find it interesting. Like, um, you know, I was talking to this producer, Georgios, who did uh, triangle of sadness inside with Willem Dafoe, you know, I've been in talks with him of like reaching out and I'm at that point, like after a couple times when i after reaching out reaching out then i start to feel like a bit of a well i i use a word that it's not really loved in america so much but you can imagine like um you know see you next tuesday um but you start to feel like one after reaching out so many times but you just have to, you just have to say it with like a english accent i think and you'll be fine yeah sure yeah <laughs> whenever you say that word or in like in britain and in ireland and in scotland it's charming it, yeah it's charming uh, unfortunately uh, I say it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, 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 so we're one, you're probably not. I mean, I, I, I uh, we'll, we're going to talk after this for sure about some of this stuff. Um, but also, where do you think this creative force is coming from? This sort of like energy? Do you think it is because it's just sort of like looking at the back, the back nine and being like, man, I got an output? Or do you feel like it's the, like, what's the drive? Where's the drive coming from to, 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 to do this? I tell you what, I have honestly, for better or for worse, haven't really changed. 
like I just I uh, you know I still feel the same passion that I had for it. I still get very excited about like I'm surrounded by books and like all of the whoops, it's my thumb, like just art books. Yeah. I just read so much. Um, did I just <laughs> sorry everybody? My greasy thumb playing with passion fruit while I'm doing a podcast. Um, I I just changed the name to the Playing with My Thumbs Passion Fruit Podcast. <laughs> playing with my passion fruit, starring Stephen Up. I got a wrinkly one and I got a nice, sweet, shiny one, kid. What's she gonna play with today? <laughs> um, it. I mean, again, it doesn't like it's it's part of my my process. Uh, it keeps me, like I said, uh, like it's part of my life. Plan. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't mean that it's not frustrating. And it doesn't mean that I, I have tears and, and frustrations or I, I'm now I'm luckily not so destructive as I used to be with just either personally or breaking shit with my anger. Although if my girlfriend was here, she'd probably say that's not true, but she's not here. So we're going to say it is true. Um, but that's why, like, I've got my room, my, my Peloton and my yoga and my books in the morning with my coffee. And I have a routine that I have to do. So I, here we go. Our poor post. <laughs> Is Sada Cougar? <laughs> Thank you. It's not. Is that a mountain lion? Good content here, folks. <laughs> After playing with passion fruit, we like to eat mailmen. Good boy, Sot. Thank you, love. Thanks, Boop. Good. Thank you. Sorry about that. You, you found a little bit of balance outside of having your dog kill the mailman. <laughs> Come here, Get over here. Good boy. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's something that I, I, it's part of like these other things I need to do. And I mean, Dennis Hopper was, I saw something with Dennis Hopper the other day saying, if you can, if you can do anything else, do it. He goes, if you have to create, because there's just no other way for you to get through life, then this is for you. And it sounds like that's what it is for you. Like you have no other way to be able to, to exist within any happiness that you can probably find, which with all this stuff to balance it out, it, the, the, the creative force is just so, so alive in you. It's just like I said, I get up and that's what, you know, my Instagram has become this. It, listen, if, if I was working, if I was shooting, I wouldn't need my Instagram. I'd mm -hmm. still enjoy it, mm -hmm. but I really need it as my, as I use it as my creative outlet because I do like even reading this ice palace book or like when I had. I did something the other day was it's this Western. Oh, the, uh, pop 1280 Jim Thompson, who I've, I've never read Jim Thompson any more than this other one that uh, Yorgos is actually supposed to be doing this Western, uh, that I read. So I, I, I see these things and then I pick up the books to read it. So let me just see what this is all about. And then I'm like, Holy fuck. Like they're supposed to be making this into a film. So I do my whole thing of like, let me read it. And I'm like, oh my God, what a great character. And during, and it could be like, there's this other one I want to do this weekend based on a uh, Turkish book. Cause I, I, I get, I become friends with authors and musicians more than actors. Mm -hmm. um, like even Warren Ellis, who I just love and adore. 
we've become, you know, we, we, we chat and his father recently passed away from dementia, but we connected over that. Anoni, who I just love and Anoni and I, her message, I'm like, cause I'm always thinking, okay, if I have a project, I would love to collaborate. Same thing with writers and all these writers I've become friends with and uh, publishing companies that will send me some books now. So I read them and I get excited. I'm like, fuck, I want to create this character. Whoa. Um, uh, well, you know what, Steven? Fucking create it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Like I said, squeeze the boil. Mm-hmm. You know what? Feel better. I'm like, okay, I acted today. I also worked out, right? Mm-hmm. As, as, a, as an artist, that's part of my workout is to create, to, to take the words off the page, to read them, to create a character. And a lot of it is a one take fucking boom. I don't spend my day editing, creating. I'm just like, boom. It seems like too, it, it, it starts building a trust, right? It starts building a trust for, for your instincts, right? And start really, and really honing in and, 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 and sort of defining that connection between the ideas and, and then the physical and getting it out. And, and it's, I can see that being way more productive than sitting in an acting class for three and a half hours watching other people act. Well, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm for that too. I am you know, too. I'm I, just saying I can see how both really, you know, could be effective. This just, it's, um, this is, and this is part of what I tell, and this is something I do do, uh, <laughs> as opposed to everything else that I tell them to do that I don't. I've often said that, do as I say, not as I do. This is great advice for fucking somebody. <laughs> yes. Someone out there, do it. I'm, I'm fucking not. not. Cause I'm still 12 years old and saying, fuck you to the system and to everyone. Yeah. Um, no, but it's the baptism by fire. That's, I mean, you know, if you record yourself doing something and I generally do it by myself, like, you know, my girlfriend who's amazing and wonderful and supportive. She's like, do you want help? I'm like, I'll, you know, I might try to balance the phone on a certain thing and I go down and I, light some candles and I just kind of do it all myself again as a baptism by fire to do something and to get it done. And, and you, you learn it works. It doesn't. And, you know, sometimes I'll do something and I'm like, ah, that's stupid. But sometimes I'll put it out there and I sort of strategically tag companies and uh, listen, does it work? I, I have to say it that works, man. You, it works for you. It gives you peace, right? It gives you it. it well, it 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 squeezes also, the boil. I, it squeezes the boil, but I also do it like I. I have to say, the the boiling point, the BBC show. That was me. That was my grind. No one got that for me. That was me reaching out to Philip after seeing Boiling Point. Huge fan of Stephen Graham, obviously. Um, that was me just reaching out and saying after i saw that film loved it cried my eyes out and then i'm always and this has happened with some producers and because this is like i just want to meet producers i want to meet teams of people i'm it's how it's how it work it's how you get work man it's all relationships it's all it, it, it's all relationships and it's so fucked now because i have this notoriety where people like know me yeah yeah for whatever yeah but i have sort of this n- listen i sit on the calls man i sit on the calls and we just go through names 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 and everyone has ideas and it's you know and it's like if you're not top of mind and and they're not you don't come in those conversations it's not that you're a bad actor or a good actor it's just just doesn't come into the mix you know so you have to like grind yeah it's part of the grind yep. reaching out yep like with philip you have, that's to, what you have to be a see you next tuesday <laughs> yeah well and who I mean, it's the way you do it. Too. Yeah. And sometimes like 100%. 
who was it saying you just keep oh it was killian killian murphy was talking about how he who was it i think it was with edna when he first started when he was doing disco pigs maybe yeah but just reaching out yeah you know francis mcdormand she wrote letters to all of the directors including her husband of who she wanted to work with well can't really i mean i would i'd love to write letters I've sent books to some people when I knew they're like the production company's address and I went nowhere now. And I'm only on Instagram. I don't do the Twitter or Facebook. Can't fuck well, TikTok, TikTok does a live thing, which could be interesting. And I would, I would watch you TikTok live. That'd be fun. Cause it, it like, you could just sit on TikTok live and read some of your, your book or other stuff. That could be interesting. Well, that's what I do with Instagram. Instagram like, live. Do, yeah. Yeah. Do a lot of reading like yeah. this literally. Do you do it live, the, the live stuff or? I haven't done it live in a while because oh, yeah. I just can't, uh, I'm not good at multitasking. I become very myopic. Well, that's so when you need the girlfriend. I, you got to get the, you got to get the crew in. You got to get the girlfriend. <laughs> but you know, if I see people yeah, commenting, yeah. totally just like distracting. distracting, I'm like, it's about the words or yeah, it's yeah. about this. I get it's you. It's not about your, your fucking comments. Cause I don't really care. I could talk after, yeah. but this is more about squeezing the boil. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the reaching out, like with Philip worked and, you know, with Steven, we just ended up, the, the, it became a gradual, you know, a lot of, hey, claps and heart. That's my heart, heart emoji. Did I get that right? <laughs> I think it's more MS-13, but yeah. For the for the kids at home, look at, look at what Steven can create, a heart. You should see my fucking shadow puppets. Um <laughs> But it was with your you know, passion it, fruit, <laughs> yeah, my passion fruit project. Um, uh, it, it, and it, you know, it worked. And he's he called and said, Hey, Stephen and I have this part we want to write for you. Yeah, it's like, oh, cool. I mean, you know, anything in, in Europe, I'm like, just I miss it. And yeah, I, yeah, I love sure, it. I pick films sometimes just based on the, the hopes that it can get into the European festivals because I want to go, <laughs> you know. Like, I'm like, yeah. I mean, I'm happy when we get into anything, but I'm like, ah, oh, we're going to Venice. This is awesome. Yeah. I just love, again, my mom being British and, you know, I spent three months in Manchester shooting Boiling Point. Uh, I had done a film there before in York. And you got this, I'm, you got, you got something going right in Dublin or Ireland you're going? Well, the Irish thing is again from a writer. Yeah. Uh, it's a book and it's a character tag in the book, uh, which is great because tag is spelled T-A-D-H-G. So when you first read that, you're like, what the fuck is this name? But he's Tig and he's, he builds corrects. Corrects are basically like a, a, almost like a canoe. Um, and he teaches at a school. And so a year ago, again, this is how it started. I was uh, visiting my, my mom where she grew up in Norfolk. They still have the family house. Uh, her sister, my aunt lives there. And my, my granddad's old wood shed has changed, but it's still there. I had just finished Elaine Feeney's book, How to Build a Boat, and this character of Tag just, again, was resonating in me. So with the boil, not wanting to get that infected, Stephen's got to squeeze it. So I took from the book passage and, and I went into my granddad's workshop, which has a lot of obviously emotional memory for me with growing up there and spending time in it. And so I just did this sort of a quick off the cuff one take of Tag sort of talking to a child outside. And, you know, you said you're going to do it. Da, 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 da. Elaine, the author, that was wonderful. And also, how did you get that? Because it's 
a Galway, the west coast of Ireland, you know, that the, there's such different accents yeah, yeah. everywhere, as everywhere in Europe. She said, like, just, I love that. Thus began, well, I've been wanting to do similar to Killian Murphy, what he's done with like Max Porter, um, with Edna Walsh, like Mr. Man. I saw at St. Anne's Warehouse. That That's part of my goal, right? I want to do something that goes to, you know, starts in Dublin, goes to the West End in London, and then goes to St. Anne's because St. Anne's in Brooklyn, as well as the Park Armory, one of my favorite, which is how I connected with Anoni, who used to be Anthony is now a noni uh did the life and death of marina abramovich at the park armory 15 years ago i saw this willem dafoe was the narrator all doing his wooster group you know hair red running around the stage and then uh marina was staging her own funeral did all of her sort of bits and then anthony at the time sang cut the world in this beautiful black gown a cappella. 15 years still gives me goosebumps. So that's, I messaged with honey about it. And then we've become, you know, sending you love. I love you. I love your new album. I love you. New, I love you. Let's collaborate. Let's work on something. So these projects I'm trying to get going, this book, this thing I'm getting right. This, I have a director who's interested. They're like, you know, yeah, I'd love to collaborate on something. <laughs> me too, but ah not together yet i get it dude i get it but it excites me yeah yeah i I know i know this energy really well (laughs) i i i I have stuff i'm so excited about and i've been fighting for for years i'm just like it's just you know i get it i get it Uh, and it's tough uh, because it's not even about you got to love the process i fucking love the process yeah yeah but i also love the doing like i want yeah these things to come to fruition the baby's gotta the baby's gotta come out you gotta give birth yeah. You know? And that's the big thing. And that's the balance of that. Like, that's why I did an hour and a half on a Peloton this morning. And I'm not like a, I don't have my book, like, you know, I'm fucking <laughs> like a goddamn machine on this yeah. thing. Yeah. Where's, but where's the teacher with it, the Metallica? <laughs> it's, oh, I just like, I go off. It's usually where I'll check in, but I need that. Yeah. Yeah. To, get out that's my evil coming out the yoga i need to do that to get the evil out because the creative of like this morning there's this documentary and and i was contacted someone in england who's amazing and the bbc and i'm all and 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 i'm like sort of i'd messaged them last night i think with this huh because of eh? nope yeah yeah, man. Sounds good, but that's it. Not like sounds good here. This is what we can do. Oh man. So um, then so I don't get too depressed or angry. I go on the bike for an hour and a yeah. half. All right. That's good. We you we we keep you sane. We're at our hour. Uh is there anything you want to let the folks know or promote? I know you got the book coming. When's that gonna be? Um I love how much like did we talk about anything specific that you actually wanted to? Oh, dude, this, this is this one of my this is one of my favorite conversations so far. I love it, dude. I love it, man. Like I Shut I, down, yeah. yeah, I I don't I don't I don't have too much intention with these other than just let's let's just shoot the shit, you know? And like it's always the best yeah, way. Yeah. I mean, I have, you know, I mean, I've got yeah, these catharsis books, the the first poetry book is coming out. 
no date yet because we're still it's going to be this year but it's it's the process of it's not the rewriting it's just the sending back and forth to make sure this is how you want it because it's it's also a book that i want displayed that's part art as well so the style is very important like when they had words like color that they wanted Mm -hmm. to change to the american i was like no 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 i'm commonwealth i want it spelt with a u that's the way i spell color and i understand the ellipses are not grammatically correct nor is the dash but it's a visual thing so that's what has taken yeah everything has meaning and everything has purpose yeah, yeah, but those th- that'll come out, and then you know, there's a, like I know this film I did the um, this wrestling film, uh, which is is fun. Um, I think it's premiering in Montreal at the Fantasia Festival, I believe, and then all these other films. You, I just don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you show up, do your job, and you wait for them to tell you when when it's coming out. I mean, you got a bunch of yeah, stuff. yeah, you got a bunch of stuff that's coming. So hopefully, in like Boiling Point, you know, I don't, I, you can't even watch it yet here because I, I don't think it has a, a it's not on a streaming service in america yet yeah um but that's so there's you know I've, like again i did five or six films i know two of them i don't know if two will see the light of day yeah. of any right but other than that it's yeah it's the the grind i'm doing some com like comic cons actually with the gta guys we yeah. haven't done any together in a while but again it gets me to ireland so then i can meet with everyone Everybody that friends, i want to yeah man there. yeah I, um, I, 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 that's what I love when we get, we all get on the road and we go to go do a movie. It's like, I get to see all my friends cause they're all spread out all over the world. It's yeah. Awesome. So that's, you know, so as for, you know, coming on Netflix or Amazon, uh, April 23rd, <laughs> well, no. coming, coming daily, coming, I would definitely, everybody check out the blog. Cause that's, there's some awesome, beautiful stuff there. And then, and then other than that, I'm going to leave you with do whatever, you, do whatever you want. No one fucking, no one gives a fuck. Do whatever you want. No one gives gives a a fuck. fuck. Our show today was recorded in studio by the good folks at Record ATX. Check them out at recordatx.com. Our theme music is produced by Jonathan Price. You can check out some of the sounds he makes with his project, The Mid-Cities, on Spotify. Follow, subscribe, and smash that like button if you see one. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.